Welcome back to the AGD podcast series. I'm Dr. Wes Blakesley, and I'll be your host today. The oral systemic connection is well established, even though causality has yet to be proved. But the data doesn't lie. In fact, it keeps growing. And much of the research comes from our medical colleagues. This morning, Dr. Charles Whitney, a physician who has lectured and written about the OS connection, returns to the podcast to share some exciting new developments in this field. Dr. Whitney and I are old friends, so we've agreed to go on a first-name basis. Uh, so, Chip, welcome back. It's great to have you with us. It's been way too long. Absolutely. It's wonderful, Wes. I love our conversations. Like-minded conversations are an exciting thing. Well, this is going to be an exciting interview because we've got a lot of good information here. But my first question is, and, and this is, I guess, personal too, has, how did a family physician from the suburbs of Philadelphia end up being a key opinion leader in dentistry? Well, I was orchestrated right into your world. So started 10 years ago. Uh, I've, I've always been into preventive medicine and finding the best options out there for truly creating a better path forward for my patients. And I discovered a heart attack and stroke prevention program. So it was pretty in detail and it did include a few slides on the oral systemic connection, how oral health impacts cardiovascular health. So in it, there's a several biomarkers of inflammation that are, were developed and really spoken about a lot at the Cleveland Clinic that are included with it. And so I was doing those and there's one in particular called plaque two. Plaque two biomarker uh, was elevated in many people and that meant that there was active plaque in their artery wall, putting them at significant risk of heart attack and stroke. Well, none of the, you don't treat inflammation with a pill, you have to find the root cause and treat that. So I was doing for about six months, all the right things. I was, they were losing weight, they were exercising, statin therapy, which is, which it was a core of the cardiovascular treatment, uh, that none of them was budging this marker at all. It was frustrating. So I actually went in and read about this oral systemic connection that I hadn't heard of or understood before. And I started simply telling people to get a sonic hairbrush, use Listerine, and go see your hygienist. So I'm definitely refined my recommendation since that time, but it was working. People were plummeting left and right. And, and it was amazing to watch the changes just taking care of the mouth. So I, we all have aha moments in life. And I sat back and said, wait a minute. I've known for years, decades, that when bacteria of the mouth are launched into bloodstream during dental procedures and even flossing, that a disease heart valve can get infected, which is why we put antibiotics before um, before dental work in some people. Well, I got back, I sat back and said, wait a minute, what the heck else are those bacteria doing? And that was the beginning of, that was a, a huge aha moment and made me realize how truly important my dental colleagues were. So, I mean, the, the second part of the story is, is I ended up, doing a, a, a writing an article to my patients that got into dentistry today and launched my dental career as a KOL. So my, my mantra over the years has been close the door and kill the bugs. Basically get rid, don't tolerate any blood in the sink because if there's blood in the sink, whatever lurks in the mouth and we've got estimated trillion bacteria in the mouth, they're getting into your bloodstream, spraying everywhere and landing in the 
distant organs and in the arteries along the way. And that same inflammation that you all see in the mouth and the gums is um, causing inflammation in those end organs and the arteries and driving systemic disease. So that was, it just launched me into very fun time and just opening up the minds of my dental colleagues and just showing them it is really critical that you act as a medical specialist that you are and assume your role at the table of healthcare. Great answer. Thank you for that. Increasing evidence is proving that the health of our mouth impacts our overall health. Now, I shared with you that I wrote an editorial viewpoint that as dentists, we should move into a new paradigm of dentistry where we should attempt to save lives, not just teeth. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? Oh my goodness, yeah, it's uh, you are heroes. I mean, you are saving lives. I mean, are, are arguably that that I mean, there was a a study in circulation, the Journal of American Heart Association, that showed that out of 101 heart attacks, this medical journal was saying that up to 50 of those heart attacks were triggered by oral bacteria getting into the wall of a heart artery and triggering that heart attack. So you literally are saving lives. And, and in, in so many ways, so you are the heroes of your patients and, and you really ought to have the mindset of being an oral systemic specialist as I like to call it and, uh, and not just work on the teeth, be, join and be the health professional that you are. That's a great message. Yeah. Chip, let's take a few minutes and just discuss some of the significant ways that poor oral health can impact overall health. Uh, where do you think we should start? Well, we've kind of already started with cardiovascular and, and kind of a basic mechanism that everybody needs to understand is that the, when the bacteria of the mouth get in the bloodstream and wherever they land, there's that inflammation. So heart attacks and strokes, plaque development initially, I mean, they're just, they've, they've found, they've taken carotid arteries out during surgery and found uh, Back a DNA evidence of bacteria from the mouth and a huge percentage of the, the carotid specimens they take out that's contributed to the plug up of the arteries in the neck. And, and this kind of conceptually understanding of, I call it oral bacteremia, when the bacteria, the, the, the high risk bacteria of the mouth get in the bloodstream, they'll land in the organs driving cancers, I mean, pancreatic cancer, esophageal cancer, colon cancer, some others have some good evidence. You mentioned earlier that uh, uh, the, the causation levels, we are starting to see some causation level evidence about the cardiovascular uh, dementia, or excuse me, the cardiovascular oral link. And then the same thing with dementia, which is a big topic of ours today, is that we're finding those bacteria from the mouth in the brain of dementia patients. And we're seeing that inflammation is being driven by the bacteria, particularly P. gingivalis. Interesting. So, yeah, so those are uh, those, those are kind of three of the areas. I mean, there's there's autoimmune diseases. I, I really think when the micro world invades our world, whether it's the bacteria of the gut from leaky gut or toxic mold, or in the case of the mouth bacteria, it contributes to autoimmune conditions like rheumatoid arthritis is one that's got a pretty solid link to the mouth. Diabetes, I mean, there's, there's great evidence that you can't control perio without controlling a person's diabetes, and you can't control diabetes without controlling perio, that they, it's, you really both have to be worked on together because perio will make it difficult to control diabetes. And young people, young, young people aren't immune, that 
there are pregnancy complications, some really bad ones like preterm labor leading to premature babies and stillbirths. I mean, they've, they've, the Fusobacterium nucleatum and a couple others are linked to pregnancy complications of some devastating ones. And, and even some suggestion that some infertility is uh, linked to oral bacteria where those bacteria get into the uterus of women. They infect the uterus and either prevent pregnancies with infertility or they, uh, they, they cause pregnancy complications at the end of the pregnancy. So I don't know what your experience is. I've gotten a lot of dentists I talk to is that they say that they, they have an infertility patient that they start, they find perio and they treat their perio and then they sometimes will get pregnant without any type of uh, in vitro fertilization or whatever. So fascinating. The one discussions uh, on that. The one uh, pathogen you mentioned, Fusobacterium nucleatum, uh, that was actually written up in Scientific American uh, within the last few months as a bacterium that might actually be linked to metastatic spread of all cancers. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that at all. So my understanding of FN is that it's a very, very big bacteria. And the, the conceptualization I have is that it lodges in the wall of the, the, the cell, uh, of the, like the artery wall, and it kind of acts as the accelerator. It, it kind of the doorman, so to speak. It allows all the other smaller bacteria to get in there more readily so that it, it really amplifies the effect of all the bacteria together when you have FN. So it is definitely one of the, the high risk ones for uh, cardiovascular pregnancy complications, I believe cancer also, and definitely it's on the dementia list too. One of the hardest bugs to eliminate, and we've done it in the practice to try to eliminate that FN through deep cleanings, root planing, laser therapy, localized antibiotic delivery, and that, that stays. So that is very prevalent and very hard to reduce. Yeah, I will say in my world, I actually am able to test for those in my office with saliva testing. And I will say that the FN is probably one of the ones that are more common to see. And so again, that totally fits in my medical world, what you're seeing in your, in your office. Interesting. You know, we, we spoke before we went on air here about the difficulty of, uh, of convincing our patients about the oral systemic connection. And then also uh, with our medical colleagues. And I shared with you some of my failures trying to get local doctors to kind of buy into this. What are your thoughts about that, Chip? It's been one thing that's been bothering me for years. I will say of the many, many lectures I've done over the last decade in dentistry, easily the number one question I'm always asked is how on earth can I get the medical profession, you, you doctors, to take me seriously? I know how important what I do in my office is that how can I get doctors to take me seriously? Because they've, many have tried, many have failed. And through great, I mean, these are some really well-spoken, educated dentists who have literally, one of them wrote a big book of, of resources for the physicians and they just couldn't get the physicians to take them seriously. So, well, there's a couple of sources of that and, oh, and, and it leaves you feeling very frustrated and, and feeling insecure. So I've had many dentists say, you know, I've just given up. I just can't do this anymore. And we can't, you guys are so important at, at getting my patients healthy. The answer is not giving up. The answer is educating the physicians about the importance of you. 
Um, and, and I can understand your pain too, because I, I have the same issue in terms of dealing with medical specialists and they don't understand the importance of what I do for in particular dementia prevention and heart attack and stroke prevention. And they don't really, they kind of look at me cross-eyed, sometimes kind of be naysayers to my patients about it. So I know the frustrations and the insecurities you can feel from not being taken seriously. But uh, um, but the, the bigger the problem is, is that it's not in our training. <laughs> when, I, when I first had my aha moment, I sat back to myself, why didn't I think about this before? I mean, I've been in practice for about 20 years at that point when I heard the, when I first had my aha moment, I thought, wait a minute, I could remember one lecture of, of seven years of medical school and residency. I remember one lecture, first year of medical school about the mouth. And that was it. There was none of this was discussed at all in my training. That's changing some, still not optimal, but most physicians out there just have never been trained. They're super busy. So they just don't have time to, to acquire any new information. And quite frankly, we can't do anything about it anyway. They know that I can't do anything about the mouth. So, so it really leaves a big barrier and physicians are just kind of, kind of overworked in most cases anyway, that they just, they don't see the value. Frankly, they don't see the value and they just see the dentist as, you know, just keep to your silo and don't get into my silo and, and stay away. So well-meaning ones have a good physicians just, have, just it's because they don't understand. Is the bottom line answer to the problem, but we, we need that to change. There's a breakthrough, and you're going to talk to us about that today. And I think this is fabulous. And uh, I want to devote the major part of the discussion to this. I'd like you to take it from here. Yes. So, as I said, for 10 years almost, pay, uh, dentists and hygienists have been begging me, how can you introduce us to the medical community? So I mentioned the heart attack and stroke program based on root causes of heart attacks and strokes, one of which comes from the mouth. Well, Alzheimer's disease is the same. So there's a Dr. Dale Bredesen. He's a best-selling author, UCLA neurologist, uh, uh, neurologist, not primary care doctor, specialist who has dedicated his career to the cure of Alzheimer's disease. And several years ago, after frustrations of having drug after drug after drug not work, and even recently a new drug came out that just basically doesn't work, he realized that you got to get to the root causes of Alzheimer's disease to, uh, under, to, to have any possibility of turning around this terminal disease. It is a terminal disease at this point in history. So he did that. He created a program, looked at he calls 36 holes in the roof, but he recognizes that, and I, when I read this in his first book that he published in 2017, that another physician besides me understood that the mouth mattered. There were some key areas of root causes of Alzheimer's disease that originate in the mouth that we physicians can't take care of, and he acknowledged that. So I, I recognized it as, ooh, this is a best-selling author with all of the, the, the He's literally a, a, rock, a medical rock star within the root cause medicine world. Functional medicine, some people may understand it as integrated medicine, precision medicine, whatever you want to call it. There's thousands of doctors around the country who understand root cause medicine, and he's a rock star in that community. All the head shed, like you may have heard of Mark Hyman. He's a, one of the major ones or that, that basically they, they go to him as their go-to. So anyway, 
we all, I had kind of a wonderfully fateful opportunity that he and I were the two key speakers on dementia in a, uh, in an online uh, oral health forum um, summit. And we got a chance to meet and I got a chance to talk to him for about 45 minutes preparing for this and deepen his understanding of the oral systemic connection. And long, long story short is he recognized the opportunity and need to have dentists get certified in his methods and asked me to be the guide on introducing dentistry to medicine. So after this question I've been asked, begged dentists for so many times, I've got this medical superstar asking me to be the guide to introduce medicine to dentistry. So that was a, that was the breakthrough moment. I knew that was a great opportunity. So Anyway, I, I got to do the lectures on his, uh, he, he relaunched his certification program last year. It's called RECODE, uh, Reverse Cognitive Decline is what it stands for, but he re-released re, re it last year and included three lectures that I and a dentist did on the oral systemic connection. So thousands, literally over thousands of physicians, health coaches, uh, and uh, um nurse practitioners, et cetera, have been, are learning that the mouth matters. So they're hearing the importance that the dental colleagues are, that you are medical specialists that we really need for our dementia patients to, to have, have success at reversing their cognitive decline because it's a full court press. So really that's, that's kind of, that's how I had it be. So now we have this opportunity for dentists to get certified earlier this year, it was launched in dentistry and now Dennis can go in and get certified and, and be truly brought into the medical world. I shared with you, I have a great interest in this and I have for a long time. So I'd like to become certified. So let's use me as an example. What's, what's the thing I can do Monday morning? First thing you can do Monday morning is you can call Ashley. Ashley <laughs> is the coordinator to, to get this started. So uh, basically uh, what it's, let me actually just give you kind of the big picture on, on how the certification works. So as with every certification, there's education. So it, it's a it's a course. So you get you get the actual dentists get the same course that physicians do, but uh, they, they, they we've narrowed the content to what you need. You as a dental specialist don't need to know a lot of what I need to know. So people don't have to get overwhelmed with worrying about, oh my gosh, I have to learn all these. No. Patients and physicians understand that you're a dental specialist. You don't need to know everything the physician needs to know, uh, but you have the opportunity to if you want to. But basically, uh, with the point of practice signs up, there you get three licenses for the certification: the dentist and two team members, typically two hygienists or hygienist assistant, um, get certified. So you get continuing education. It's not that difficult. It's not difficult. Uh, it's actually fun and interesting because I mean, you're a patient too. You're going to learn how you can prevent cognitive decline in your life also. And then teams will oftentimes do it together. Some of our teams that are doing it are actually doing it as a team, so they can kind of talk about it as they go through it, especially the oral health sections. Um, so like I said, the content's been narrowed to what you need to know. You don't have to get overall. So so really, the the goal is to just get it done because the big value, and this was the breakthrough that I, when I, I knew this was gonna happen in that once a medical professional sees that the dental professional has been certified by a medical organization, instantly 
they're the ones to go to. And the, the, the medical professionals that be told are being told to go find a dentist who's been certified and understands their role in the overall health. So, so really the educational part is just pretty straightforward, a few hours of CE, get your certificate on the wall. Uh, and that's the education. And then, but, but what we recognize, so the team of us that are putting this together, Ashley and, and others, is, is that education without implementation and without collaboration is, goes nowhere. So what we really wanted to do is to make sure that this came to market effectively, came to the office, implemented the office effectively. And the most important thing was that stimulate that collaboration part too. So with the collaboration part, a practice who gets certified gets a personal introduction to medical practices. So uh, what happens is Ashley and her team will look for the people in your community. And, and usually there's, a, there's at least one that we can get with everybody, oftentimes many more than that. But we introduce the medical practice to the dental practice uh, so they can start conversations, collaboration, and, and cross referrals. So that's been that's honestly been an exciting adventure because when we started reaching out to medical practices, I'm not surprised myself, but they were wide open to it. So as opposed to where you reached out and you kind of tried to kind of go at them and, and pull them in, basically they're interested in you. I mean, the, the, med, the medical doctors were very interested, the Zoom meeting is getting set up, uh, health coaches, medical health coaches are the ones that are kind of equivalent to the hygienist in, in our world, where they're the ones who they're not the, they don't have the MD, but they basically help our patients in kind of teaching them things. So the health coaches are really all on board of this. So it's been, it's been really exciting on the, the, some of the successes in, in the collaboration. And uh, the, oh, and then the, uh, the implementation part of it. So, for implementation is the, the there's there's basically you need to get it into the practice so we the, the team will work with the hygienist and train the hygienist after he or she had been certified and help teach them how to start talking to the patients so that they can go in with some confidence into the operatory and start initiating uh, conversations with people. Um, the nice thing is there's no new skills with this that you need to know. I mean, the, the oral health part is the part that you're doing already. So there's really, it's the, it's, it, there's no new skills that you need to learn. You just need, it's just basically, it's a whole new, just kind of positioning of your practice as helping their overall health and not, or helping the, um, not just helping the mouth, helping their overall health. So the hygienist gets trained, there's marketing content, office content that the team leader can get. And, uh, and then really the dentist job is to be the general. Some of the dentists worried going into this with, oh gosh, I don't have any time to do more work. Well, honestly, you're the general. The generals kind of support the program to direct um, the, the, how it's gonna look in the practice. Uh, probably talk to the physicians along the way, obviously, the physician-dentist uh, collaboration part where the dentist would kind of head up and, and be involved with the conversations, probably with the hygienist would be good too. But, um, but basically really it's just more to support the program because the hygienist is the one who is the driver. All, any hygienist listening to this uh, are, get excited. This is actually uh, the, the hygienists who are the, the, the passionate crew of the oral systemic 
links because they want to do have more impact on their patients than just making their teeth look pretty. They really love the concept of, of changing lives. So, so the hygienist is really the one who just drives this program. The dentist job is to support it. So that's, that's kind of the, that's kind of how we set it up there so that Yes, there's the education for three people, but there's the implementation and maximizing that collaboration opportunity for people. Thank you, Chip. We should do a webinar on this to really get the message out to the AGD members. I see this as a unprecedented opportunity to get in front of physicians and to draw us closer together, which I've been trying to do since yep. I met you 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this might be uh, the conduit to... Uh, to get through to our medical colleagues. Uh, the offices, the so-called beta sites that you're working with, what's the feedback you're getting from them? Are, are, they, are they satisfied uh, with the response or are they, are they still you know, going through muddy waters? Uh, what's, what's the feedback you're getting? Well, I guess I'd say if there was one way to describe it, if there was, a, if there was an emoji, it would be a big OMG. Wow. <laughs> because uh, the, the, actually, the fun part that I really enjoyed hearing about when with the feedback from the practice is that the being of the hygienist soars. When that hygienist, and they're all women so far, but they uh, when they have that plaque on the wall saying that they're certified by a medical organization, it gives them that credibility, that that positioning of of, of authority to enter into confidently conversations with patients. The patients are seeing it on the operatory wall and say, what's asking them, what's that mean up there that, that uh, certified in dementia care? So, so it really, it, it just opens up the, the soul of a hygienist and, and of, uh, of really making a difference in their patients. And the, the outcomes have been fun where the, the, literally the first beta site, while we were still kind of working on how to train these hygienists to, uh, to be successful, uh, the hygienist in the first two weeks spoke to 30 patients. And in just those two weeks, 11 cases that had been previously presented but not accepted by the patient, 11 cases were accepted that weren't previously accepted in just two weeks. So, so immediately when she started saying, not why they should do it for their teeth, but why they should do it for their overall health, it was, it was a whole new positioning that the patients were very open to what was necessary to get them healthy. And you can imagine that, that we're just talking about dementia. You, you have a patient whose biggest risk is cardiovascular disease. That just, it's the same conversation, different disease. Young, young woman with pregnancy who had maybe had a stillbirth, what they can do for their not having that happen again. So it just that that's been the fun part, the human fun part, where these hygienists are are really excited about what's happening, and you can imagine the the benefit to the practice. A lot of dentists don't think that uh, uh, prevention is is profitable. Not that we're trying to make money, but boy, wouldn't it be nice if we could the, the financial health of the practice was improved, not through things that aren't necessary, but things that are needed, but the patients are just now willing to do. Sure. So, and then the collaboration part. Um, uh, like I mentioned, there were, uh, well, one of the two beta test practices, uh, the dentist was introduced to four different professionals. I think it was two health coaches and two medical professionals, 
all of the all of the health the medical professionals were open to a Zoom call, just a fifteen minute introductory call facilitated by Ashley and and our team, that uh, they basically have a short conversation of introduction. The referrals are are flowing in there, and actually, the <laughs> another twist that I wasn't expecting is that I knew that I knew that you all are medical specialists. But one of the physicians asked this dentist if she would be willing to do a webinar for the medical patients. So we're, I think it's going to be done in the next week or two, but basically the, we're putting together a webinar for the dentist to have, to, if they get invited into the, the medical world, where just basically explaining to the patients that they, uh, the importance of the mouth on their overall health, because we're, these are, these physicians are getting, are mostly fee-for-service uh, practices, and they're looking for patients, and they're looking to keep their patients happy, and they recognize that it was a specialty they couldn't talk about or do, so they asked the specialist dentist to come in and talk to them, so there's a lot of business opportunity for that dentist to get that, so it's, it's been, it's been very in, in the in the early stages uh, with these beta tests. It's it's working out really well, and it's just it's kind of a no brainer for for practice who wants to really position themselves as their value overall health. It's it's a no brainer that they do this because it's it's the it's the it's a pass it's really it's, it's a passport to credibility in the medical world. So we have a new paradigm now. Dentists are going to be lecturing to medical teams. And, uh, and, and well, we should, and, and vice versa. We, we're bi-directional, and that's how I see it. You know, we're- it's actually we're how this is getting set up to, because basically yeah. the, uh, uh, the, because the dentist also realizes they're a specialist and, 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 they, need, and they, they would love for these uh, patients to get their, those who are at risk or have cognitive decline to get in the hands of uh, medical practitioners who really know what they're doing. Chip, I could go another hour with you, but we're just about out of recording time. So on behalf of the Academy of General Dentistry, I want to, again, thank you for your time, your expertise, your passion, and your concern for our profession. It means the world to us. And we're going to do another one of these. I, 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 have three, I spun off three more topics during this half an hour. So we're going, to, we're going to get you back here with us. For the members listening in, who want to reach out to you, who may, now I'm going to be the first call Monday, so you save that first call for me, but for the members uh, who want to reach out to you, what's the best way? So learn more, you can go to, so the, the what we set up, the whole uh, implementation process and, and everything is through a, a called Complete Health Heroes, so you're the heroes for your patients, so you are the heroes of complete health for your dental patients, so it's complete healthheroes.com. You'll get put in touch with Ashley, who is, we'll, we'll get, we'll really have a discovery call with you to figure out, give you a picture in your mind on how this is going to look in your practice. So, and there's even options out there. If there's a dentist who is not in a supportive practice to do it, uh, there's a dentist only program and for hygienists too. If there's a hygienist who's not in a uh, supportive hygiene practice that, uh, or excuse me, if the hygienist is in a practice that's not supportive of this, the hygienist can really increase his or her value also doing this, but it's yeah, completehealthheroes.com. That sounds great. Thanks again, Chip. I really enjoyed and it. And it's, it's heroes plural, not complete health hero, completehealthheroes.com.
Excellent. Thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure, Wes. It's been fun. <laughs> it always is. <laughs>